The second time I did it, I just did a live round. So rather than sitting at home re-recording all the stuff, I did a live round. So that worked really well because I got paid for my time because everyone that may not have, that wanted to do a live round, you know, like, yeah, yeah a lot so of that people, worked really well too. Yeah, a lot of people want the live round because they want that accountability. Yeah. Because they turn up. Mm. Whereas when it's recorded, um, I mean, I've got tons of training that's recorded and I still haven't done it. And oh, myself I've turned, as well. up, turned up to all the live rounds of yeah. things when they happen. So sometimes you need something and you need it now. So you take it on the evergreen model. Mm. So you've got suddenly you've got clients coming in with their babies. You need that information. Now you're going to buy the, you know, thousand days program. And then it's like, oh, this is something I'm needing because occasionally it happens that's when you're buying the live round because it's like occasionally happening. And so there you've got all that information in the background that you can delve back into. Hello and welcome. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists, and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. How are you going? I'm very excited to be able to bring you Emma Park. Now, Emma is amazing. I've known her a number of years now, and she's an accredited functional nutritionist, and she's based in the Mornington Peninsula. So just down from Melbourne, for those of you who aren't too sure on the old geography there. And um, she's had an incredible practice, part-time doing all sorts of things, and she's got some going to talk to us today because she is the founder of the first 1000 days education program and it's a really cool program um she's got online resources and it's for practitioners and for the public so she's got the two sides she's got the program to help that you know the mothers and fathers and the baby for that first thousand days so till they're two years old but then she also has the practitioner side as well so i really wanted to talk to emma today about how you get a program going what you put in it how you encourage people to be on it but why the two sides of it as well it's a you know to be able to deliver to everyone and be encompassing like that is pretty amazing so emma thank you so much for coming and tell us about yourself and your program hey geraldine and thanks for having me and yeah it's one of the things i love talking about like the topic is awesome but also about how i ended up developing or why i developed this program and it really came from I saw a need for education in the consumer market that's how it started like I because I do health professional education for Chiara probiotics um, I sort of specialized in the field of gut health and microbiome in pregnancy and postpartum and so I was working with clients in that space and then also actually what triggered me to do the online course was some friends that weren't clients that had would come to the end of their pregnancy and they just hadn't been educated or empowered about you know things like you know what was happening with the microbiome the, inc- the you know the side effects of having or the likelihood of having antibiotics through pre- through pregnancy birth and then feeding and how that was going to impact outcomes looking at that uh, the the maternity care um, system in in Australia and how 
many holes there were in it to put it like to put it nicely and politely um you know and I just I just saw this need for this education and I had all this knowledge in my head from doing this having the role with Kiara and going to all of the professional conferences that's how I learned so much also about maternity care and the policy and that kind of stuff so both of these things I was like right there's you know mums out and dads out there that need to know this stuff so I'm going to do an online course and my intention was to just do a really sort of quick one and put it all together but it just got bigger and bigger and bigger as it does because I was like oh my god there's so much that people need to know and then I started interviewing experts and anyway and it was right at the beginning of um of COVID as well and so my workload had dropped down quite a bit so I had spare time so I just put lots of time into it and develop this course for you know for consumers and for mums and stuff and then so launched that and and I got help through I'd never done an online course before right so for me that was a big learning curve and I think to having the guidance I had some mentors and I had colleagues that had done online courses before and you know you know gee we've got a good you know network of of experienced practitioners that have done these kind of things before so I was pretty I definitely called on that to get it off the ground um and um yeah but it it got a bit bigger than I thought it would so then when I when I launched it it was like cool and then that's a whole nother thing is like developing the program and putting it all together that was kind of easy for me because I'd done education before and I'd done online education but then actually launching and marketing is a different skill right totally a different skill set you've really got to change all the mindset around everything what you do how you do it as well yeah so I had to learn that too and so again I did some short courses and worked with some other people in our profession that has that are specializing in that and and you know learn how to do that as well and I think you know again you do it the first time and you're going to make mistakes and it's a, you know, it's, it's you learn on the fly. And so I think, um, yeah, and again, I remember being quite challenged in that stage and quite nervous about actually putting it out because it wasn't perfect or it wasn't, you know, get, you know, when you get That's quite triggered the when the first time you put yourself out of your comfort zone, like in my comfort zone of consulting, I'm, you know, I'm fine, but then putting myself out there and it was like, you have to record everything and, you know, like all of that stuff. But the best advice I got was just put it out there, you know, like just do it. And it's, you always can, you know, re-record stuff or it's a work in progress and it's going to be, you know, you're going to, and you will know that yourself, you, even the way that you consult. And it's the same thing when you pivot into online. It's like the, the first thing you put out is going to be different from the third and the fifth thing you put out, but it's, you know, it's a developmental learning thing, but just put it out there and and then, you know, got I, what I did actually to launch was to send it to a few people um, for, for free and as like, you know, pilots or a few colleagues and stuff and people that were, you know, anyone that I... Um, interviewed as an expert for the program I sent it to them and got their feedback and yeah and that that helped give me some confidence putting it out absolutely the way you know having a trial period with anything and having those first people that you send that program to and then getting their feedback helps in so many ways it means you've got a testimonial number one but it also means you've got feedback to change it because we have to be all up for change so my courses that I run like the graduate program each and every semester is different to the last one the content will be the same even though I'm re-delivering it so it's always different it's updated but the way it's delivered so this semester I'm doing block courses 
Mm. So because that's what's suiting people right now. Mm. And so always getting that feedback, just like we do with our clients when we see them one-to-one, is super important. Mm. And the perfectionism thing is huge, thinking we can't do it until it's perfect. And yet people realize that things aren't perfect. People realize, you know, my first programs, I used to post to people, I used to put them in an envelope and post them. So, you know... Hilarious. And it, yeah, it is. And it's like, and the other thing is to be able to keep look, you know, to be keep putting it out there and to get that feedback is you you're then able to know where the gaps are and what how you need to change it and you know what who's out there and what do they need. Like you said, at the moment, people are needing the you know the model that you're delivering. And and so after I did that original model, which for me I chose to do an evergreen one, you know, like because I just thought that was easiest. And then after that. I learned that if you do a live round, you get better engagement. So rather than re-record, and, th- and this was with the health professional module, so after I did the mums one, I I really went, oh, there's also a massive gap for these health professional, you know, in that same field and really research and evidence base. And so I did went and did that. And that's actually probably my passion more than more than education at that community consumer level really is, is health professional stuff. So once I started doing that, um, I was like, yeah, this is my jam, you know, like, and I kind of knew that this is what I was supposed to be doing. And so then I did it. I did the first one of that and I did the evergreen one. And then when I went to update it again, because the field is so dynamic, there's new research coming out all the time. You kind of got to update content all the time, don't you? Like it's the same as any, oh, any field. It's you got to keep it fresh and, you know, you want to keep people engaged and even previous people you want to, you know, like get them back on board and, Mm-hmm. And I'm so passionate about education. I want people to know the most cutting edge stuff, you know, like, so the second time I did it, I just did a live round. So rather than sitting at home, re-recording all the stuff, I did a live round. So that worked really well because I got paid for my time because everyone that may not have, that wanted to do a live round, you know, like, yeah, yeah a lot so of that people, worked really well too. Yeah. A lot of people want the live round because they want that accountability. Yeah. Because they turn up. Whereas when it's recorded, um, I mean, I've got tons of training that's recorded and I still haven't done it. Oh, and myself I've turned, well. up, turned up to all the live rounds of yeah. things when they happen. So sometimes you need something and you need it now. So you take it on the evergreen model. Mm. You've got, suddenly you've got clients coming in with their babies. You need that information. Now you're going to buy the, you know, thousand days program. And then it's like, oh, this is something I'm needing because occasionally it happens that's when you're buying the live round because it's like occasionally happening. And so there you've got all that information in the background that you can delve back into if mm. you need it when those clients come. So, yeah. yeah, I love a live round. And it's so much more motivating for us as well. It's so much more exciting to deliver. Yeah. And when you deliver it, you're really out because you go and check everything before you deliver it again. Yeah. <laughs> you know that it's up to yeah. date. And, you know, one of the funny story when I was doing that live round and I was updating all the modules. And so for me, it also held me accountable to get it done by a certain time because I had announced the dates. Right. And so I did it weekly for four weeks because it was four modules. But and I knew by the week four, I had to have week a module four done and I hadn't quite done it. Right. So I was was finalizing in the last week. My computer crashed and it didn't save. Okay, so I was like, this was the, I think it was the day or so before I was due to deliver module four by live round. Anyway, I actually had to postpone it. So again, what I'm saying is sometimes these things happen. At the time, it was devastation, but everyone was cool. I just sent out an email going, you know, like, 
you wouldn't believe what's happened. So many people wrote back, go, oh, you know, they've got other practitioners particularly, you know, like yep. most people have a story like that, you know, where you've yep. lost something in the last minute. So, again, it's like you're delivering to real people as well, you know, like and there's that authenticity and if something, you know, goes wrong, well, just you've got to roll with it as well. And that was another thing I learned in that moment where it crashed. I was yep. like, I had no option except to, to say the truth and so something's happened and I've, you know, I've lost it. And it, it actually turned out not so bad and it only took me a few hours to restore it because I could copy and paste stuff in. But anyway, it was, yeah, that's pretty. It, it is really tough because we think to ourselves, oh, I've got everything sorted, I'm all done. And then at the last minute, you know, the whole system goes down or you've lost something. And it is okay because when you're doing a live round as well, when um, I think I've done it, I think I've done it a couple of times where I've had to move things. Things have happened. And so I think I had a death in the family. So I had to move away, you know, yeah. things like that. And um, people, they don't mind. And sometimes they actually go, Phew, because I was a little bit behind. Yeah, I wasn't quite ready. <laughs> I was got actually, I did a, an online course recently and, and it was a 10 week course. So it was quite long. But every two weeks, they had a, a chat. It was called a challenge week where you just caught up. And I was like, I would probably put that in my live courses moving forward yeah. because that really worked well for me because yeah. I'm I like that. I'm the same. I've got that much training stuff that I go, yes, I don't want to miss it. So I'll get that webinar or I'll, you know, I'll, yep, I'll register for that course and I'll do it. And I'm, yeah. <laughs> when no, do you I do know, it? I so <laughs> want to do things. That's, that's, that's my pediatric course, my pediatric online mastery course. Yeah. First one I did it, it was six weeks. And I was like, I'm so behind, I'm so behind. I was like, oh. So the next time I did it, I did it over seven weeks. But in the, um, and we had a break week, but I still delivered as well. Yeah. And then I was still saying they were. And then last time I got a guest speaker in to deliver in that middle week. And then I thought, you know what, this this time around, we're actually just going to have a break week. Mm. I'm trying to fill it with things and they're trying to catch up. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the thing like this, this course, it was 10 weeks, but, every, but really it was only six weeks of content. But then there was four break weeks and it worked really well yeah. for me. Like it was I was like, oh, cool. And there actually wasn't that much to do. The break week was just go back over the stuff. And, and if you were on time, you're on time, you got a week off, but otherwise you could go back over. And when, and you know, we put a lot of content in our courses, especially for other trackies, right? And it's so like having that extra time to catch up or even go back over stuff is, is gold. So that's definitely a model that I will use, you know, moving forward for when I'm delivering my own stuff. Yeah, it's, um, it's really interesting with, the models that we look at, because I've started to change mine to some block study days in the graduate program, mm. because I looked at a course in Amsterdam. Obviously, I can't go to Amsterdam for a mm. weekend course yeah. for multiple reasons, just yeah. for a weekend. I can't <laughs> just pop to Amsterdam, but many, many reasons. And um, but the, when they weren't, if you, you could do it online and you did blocks over four weeks, over four Sundays. And I thought, what a brilliant idea. Why am I not doing blocks for my mm. people? Because they're all struggling at the moment because people have got kids home, you know, they, yeah. the, their life is changing on a minute by minute basis at the moment. There's no regularity to what they're doing. So when I started the graduate program, we did it in lunch times. So we have mm. to evolve, you know, lunch times are no good because now people have got kids there for lunch. They're not yeah. by themselves for their lunchtime. They're yeah. looking after other people. Yes. So we have to evolve everything and change. And, and that's part of running a program. And when we put it out, if nobody buys or very few people buy, that's okay. We take that as a learning process, as a, well, what was different? Why did those people not buy? Why did they ignore it? What did 
these people go, yeah, I want to be on this. What was the difference between them that we can change for next time? There's so many learning curves with a program, but it's so worth having a program in our practice to, you know, to support our clients and yeah. to support their needs so that we're not going over the same stuff all the time. That's what's in my programs. Yeah. And also I get clients from my program. So people that come across the program outside, they're not clients already. They do the program and then they want an individual consult yeah. and that's threaded all the way through my program program if you need individual you know like this you know you can't put diet you know treatments and those kind of general treatments into programs obviously but I'm like if you need more so I get a lot of people then end up being clients as well as purchase programs so it funnels both ways yeah it's absolutely perfect it's amazing so I think for today, we're actually going to leave it here for today because I want everybody to know that they can go and contact Emma Park um, about her practitioner course and the information will be in the show notes. But I'd love to have you back again, Emma, if you'd be happy to come back and chat with us again because you actually got a huge wealth of experience and you work for um, a company, Kiara, as well, so a, a practitioner company. So it'd be really good to get some other insights into other areas. Would that be okay? Yeah, awesome. I'd love to. Brilliant. Thank you so much for being with us. And if you've enjoyed today, you know, do all the usual things, everyone, you know, write a review, preferably five star. Um, email me if you've got any questions, because I love to hear from you. So I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. See you soon. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.